0: Hi, and welcome to Flights of Fancy with Dorothy and Wendy.
1: I'm Wendy. And I'm Dorothy. This is a podcast about things we like to do, hobbies we have, TV and movies we like to watch, and especially books we've read and loved. Pretty much whatever suits our fancy. Today, our topic of discussion is cooking. Cooking. it's one of those things that either happens or doesn't happen but when we get hungry we do it well I mean everybody's got to eat right that's true so why not make it fun <laughs> exactly
0: I love cooking when I get the wherewithal to do a marathon I like to make a lot of meals ahead and freeze them and things like that and, Ooh, that's you know, good
1: cooking shifts yeah because you know weeknights are hard <laughs> yeah so how yeah. do you organize your weekly cooking? Oh, well, actually, before we get into this, are we going to talk about cooking or baking?
0: Um, I think baking is its own topic. I think it really. is.
1: Yeah. You know, it would do baking itself a disservice if we did not give it its own episode. Okay. So we <laughs> both love to bake and we will talk about baking later. So we're going to talk yes, about cooking. Would- so cooking. cooking ahead, freezing meals, that means meal planning. So you want to talk a little bit about that?
0: Well, um, actually, I have this really cool fridge magnet set that I got, and um, it came with like three pieces, and one of them was like a monthly calendar, and one of them a-, a weekly, and then one is just like a couple of lists, uh-huh. so you can like write what you need at the grocery store, and then write what you're going to make for that week, and then even like what you have plans for later in the month, if you get that ambitious I don't usually get that ambitious,
1: but
0: it's a good place to write appointments.
1: <laughs> that's a that's really cool. Yeah, it's a good so where, way to
0: sort of visualize. Where did you get that fridge magnet? I actually got it off of Amazon, but I'm pretty sure you can also get things just like it at Target or maybe even your local CVS or Walgreens or something yeah. like that too, probably. They're not hard to find. Yeah.
1: I usually, I, I like to bullet journal. So I will put menu plans in the bullet journal and it varies from week to week what I do to do that. Um, so this week I just write like seven lines and I just brainstorm ideas. And then as long as I have a plan ahead, I know what I'm doing. Sometimes I'll be choosing from those seven on the day of. So like tonight I'm like, um, I think we're gonna do that tonight but um yeah uh but I've also had it where I've planned I've laid out a spread where I've brainstormed like a month worth of meals and then sort of cherry-picked from there
0: that's cool I've never planned out a month's worth of meals before a week is about as far as I go <laughs> but it does definitely sort of help cut down on that hemming and hawing in front of the refrigerator on a Tuesday night at 6 30 and you're like, what the heck yep. am I going to make? Yes. Ah.
1: Yeah. Um, and when everything was normal and we were running around with after-school activities, there were a lot of days where dinner was in the crock pot at 2 PM before I went either to work or to pick somebody up and um, but dinner would be ready when we got home. So, which is awesome
0: because yeah. you know, dinner is a time where you can
1: actually catch up with your family for a second. Or if you're not there at dinner time, people can actually eat when it's dinner time. Um Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. Eating at dinner time is good. Yeah. Because so sometimes there were um dance classes that Naomi and I would be out to like eight o'clock or nine o'clock. Yeah, late and, dance nights are tough. Yeah, and we would bring food with us and leave food home for the rest of the family. So Oh. That's a way to do it. So what do you cook most often?
0: I rotate between um, a variety of tried and, two, tried and true family recipes. So um, it really sort of depends on the weather, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like now that we're into fall, I like making um, sort of traditional stews from my mom's side of the family, like Dutch stews. Oh, like a beef stew. There's like a stewed chicken. Mm hmm. Of course this is dutch caribbean so because my mom's family is from curacao and aruba okay so it's dutch but it's it's sort of with an islandy kind of twist oh that's cool fun yeah and then you know stuff like irish italian spaghetti from my dad's side of the family my grandee used to make that um whenever we would visit her in florida so you know it's one of those so
1: what is an italian uh, an irish italian spaghetti
0: Okay, this is kind of one of those, I'm gonna say, quote unquote, weird American recipes (laughs) uh, because I don't really know how it's Irish or Italian.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like I got the spaghetti part.
0: It has spaghetti in it. Um, It is browned ground turkey or beef. I like Mm -hmm. to use turkey because it's lighter. I think that ground beef sort of has like a heavier flavor. Yeah um but so it's that with a little bit of sauteed onions and garlic and then you add cream of mushroom soup and tomato soup stew that together with a couple of different herbs and spices and
1: it sounds really weird but it's kind of good so it's not all that different than having spaghetti and a meat sauce just the sauce is a little bit different
0: yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's
1: yeah. really cool. Yeah. Lots of
0: Parmesan cheese on top. Yeah.
1: Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. So that's one of the things I like to make. What about you? Um, I have, we go through like um, different schedules of things. Um, usually Friday nights for um, Shabbat, I'll make some sort of chicken. And for many years, I just buy a rotisserie chicken at the market because they are inexpensive, and everybody was happy with it. Um, but in recently, a, however, <laughs> I've been playing with slow-cooked rotisserie-style chicken, and um, the secret to making really good fall-off-the-bone chicken is low, slow, low heat and long time. That's it. Yep. And you're doing that in the crock pot? Um, no, just in the oven. I've done a whole chicken in a crock
0: pot a couple times before, and it is so perfect.
1: That's great so good (laughs) that's really cool i i do a lot of easy meals so macaroni homemade macaroni and cheese is a big hit um also quesadillas and burritos delicious oh yeah good stuff um soups i have some i have half of my family loves soup half of it doesn't so it'll be a soup sandwich nights um but when i do make soup people appreciate it so i make sure i make it
0: (laughs) What kind of soup do you like to make?
1: Um, just like a generic sort of broth soup with vegetables in it. Um, my oldest will eat all sorts of vegetables if hidden in soup. Huh. You know,
0: last week, <laughs> this is a this is a pretty good segue to a pretty bad cooking story, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last week, I decided to try to make a new kind of soup because I was feeling adventurous. OK. This was not a good idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just going to preface it with that. So um, I wanted to make a potato soup Ooh. because I have potatoes in the house. And I wanted to somehow include this turkey kielbasa that I have in the fridge that I also need to use. Right. And I'm like, you know, I feel like I can hide some vegetables in this soup. Let me just try. I did not do a good job. it was just you know it turned out kind of orange because (laughs) I put two carrots in it and some plantains and it came out a little bit more um let's say glue-like than soup-like but it had really good roasted kielbasa in it Okay. Like cubed and pan roasted I don't know like <laughs> I tried for like a hearty winter soup and ended up with like hearty winter glue so <laughs> oh, yes. well I'm disappointed in myself oh, I get really did, mad when I mess things up like that did you did you puree it I did I didn't add enough broth or, or something yeah like that. probably I think it was too many starches from the potatoes
1: and I think both the potatoes and the plantains can get starchy like that
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about the starchiness of the
1: plantain. I was just like, protein, more protein, yeah. more potassium. <laughs> but I've made a good plantain soup before. Ooh, plantain soup. I sent you the recipe. Oh, yeah, you did. I'm sorry, I forgot. Um, Carrot soup, I
0: started making because you actually recommended it to me. Oh, yeah, I like that. Carrot soup is delicious. What do you, what do you put in it?
1: Uh, carrots and broth and probably onions i mean usually start with like what do you always start with an onion celery carrots onion garlic garlic yeah yeah
0: depends mirepoix. on if i feel like it mirepoix as mirepoix. those fancy chefs say right is it?
1: yes <laughs> yep um and carrot soup you just need a bunch of carrots and then broth or water
0: hmm yep Um, I like to add a little bit of curry powder to my carrot soup.
1: And ginger also goes well with carrots.
0: Yes, always. Um, You can even add a tiny hint of cinnamon to Mm -hmm. it if
1: you like. I've done that before.
0: But you have to be careful because just attach too much cinnamon and you will ruin it. (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Carrot soup is good. That's a good way of getting vegetables in. My kids love broccoli cheddar, but I haven't found a good broccoli cheddar soup, but it's one of those things where I can make like a potato soup base
0: and, and then, then put, put
1: broccoli and cheese in it and it's satisfying.
0: Quote unquote broccoli cheddar soup. Because it's there is broccoli, broccoli and cheddar and in it. And
1: cheddar, yes.
0: <laughs>
1: there you go. So, yeah. So yeah. Um we do sandwiches a lot. Not a lot, but at least weekly, and I'll make rolls for that. Mm-hmm. Um some sort of pasta, but A lot of times, because nobody we don't have a consensus on who likes what, so I'll get jars of pasta sauce, and it's like, okay, here's the red sauce, here's the white sauce, here's the green sauce, and here's the oil, and we'll heat it (laughs) up, and it'll be what it is. Just make your pasta. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's a good Um, way to do it. Meatballs. Do you like meatballs? I
0: do when they are made correctly, which means that I have to do it myself.
1: Okay. Or my mom,
0: or somebody that
1: I like their cooking what is correctly done meatballs not out of a freezer bag okay that's what what do you use to bind them uh
0: turkey breadcrumbs egg a little bit of milk sometimes maybe some water okay if you don't want to do the dairy um But yeah, the, if you're trained for gluten-free, you can do it with uh, potato flakes. If you have instant mashed potatoes, Ooh, that works really well. That's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I know that we both actually have tummy issues. So we do need to adapt some recipes if we're having an off
1: day. Yeah. See, that's why I was asking about that. Um, I've been using oatmeal because oat flour would that's work. a good one I too. always oatmeal have is oatmeal. is really good for meatloaf. Yes. Yes. My people like meatballs, but not meatloaf, and it needs to be the meatballs that are in the cranberry ketchup, the cranberry sauce ketchup recipe. Oh,
0: okay. Um, I've okay. seen it
1: a lot of different ways, but it's basically a can of cranberry sauce and like a couple of cups of ketchup, or a jar of chili sauce, and so you don't like use... the
0: cocktail meatballs. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's but cool. that's very popular. And these days, with like preteens and teenings, I. We have like four meatballs left over when I make two pounds of meat.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, growing teenagers equals, you know, consistently bottomless pits. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so for recipe or uh, for meatballs for my side of things, I like to um, sometimes we do a Swedish meatball recipe. Okay. Um, and you thicken that up with a little bit of cornstarch as opposed to like flour. Um, but so there's that with, that has like the meatballs that I make include like onions and garlic and things like that. They're more of a general, not with the ketchup or anything like that really.
1: Yeah. Um, so actually this might be an interesting point. Um, so since we're talking about cooking and different types of meats and ground meats, um, in my house we sort of keep kosher so we understand what kosher is but we don't mm-hmm. eat um we don't eat pig meat or pork or ham or um shellfish yeah. so we so but I don't we don't either <laughs> i was gonna say i don't i don't I know don't where you are in that line nope no i um just, no. but and i don't usually mix meat there the the meat and dairy mixing meat and dairy is one of those sliding lines in our household kind of depends on the
0: animal I think mm,
1: interesting well
0: I mean we've had talks about this yeah we before. have uh and it's fascinating yeah very interesting um so you know adapt as per your dietary requirements yeah, you know yeah. that's the cool thing about cooking is that it's
1: endlessly customizable yeah you know which is why there's so many different types of rice recipes from around the globe, really. Like, let's make a bunch of rice, but then you could have it with Mexican, and you could have it with Chinese, and you could have it with all sorts of things.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep. Rice is one of those- Meatballs. Very, very versatile things. But yeah, meatballs. Um, I also like to include meatballs if I'm doing, like, a homemade tomato sauce. I like to mm-hmm. do that from time to time. Or- um. Yeah, that's pretty much the only time I make meatballs,
1: really. (laughs) That sounds good. Yeah, I like to do that kind of stuff sometimes. So you started um, bringing up cooking for special needs. Um, I know that I need to be gluten-free, dairy-free for the most part um, for me, but my family doesn't need to be. My sister needs to also be corn free, which is a pain because there's oh gosh, corn in, in, so everything. Many, in everything. So like baking powder is not a problem for me, but it is for her. So she actually we will get her baking powder um, during Passover because you the equipment. Right? Yeah. Well, it's kosher for Passover because it has the um, potato starch instead of cornstarch. And that's you know something that you can actually eat. You can as eat actually, to eat yeah, getting an allergic reaction of some yeah. sort. Yeah, and corn is everywhere; it's really bad. But I don't it seem, really is. I don't seem to have the reaction to corn. What are some of your special needs cooking? Well, I have ulcerative colitis, so um, I don't have issues all the time,
0: but when I do it severely limits the things that my system is able to digest properly. Mm -hmm. So I have to eat things that are low residue, which means um, no seeds or skins or things that are too like fatty or greasy or like fried or whatever. So, I mean, if I'm in the middle of a flare up, I'll pretty much stick to carrot soup and like the brat diet, pretty yeah. much, which is bananas, rice, apples, toast. <laughs> uh, but so the carrot soup is actually where I like to add, you know, hidden bone broth and things yeah. like that to get a little bit more protein and nutrients and things like that. Because you know, with with gastrointestinal issues, it's really easy to um, to lose nutrients. Yeah. And hard to replenish them. Um, do you make your own broth?
1: yes yeah me too
0: Mm -hmm. i mean it's so easy you just like if you have bones left over when you're cooking a chicken or something in the oven you just throw it in a pot with some water and let it boil for a couple hours and you're done
1: now do you know that you can also put peels in there yeah i actually did know that as well that's cool you can make a like a vegetable broth too that way and um like onion peels bring out different flavors in the broth so yeah very cool
0: i will have to try that sometime because i actually haven't added the peels in but i like to add a lot of um a lot of vegetables into my broth okay and uh keep the bones in as long as possible (laughs) yeah that's really cool because you have to get that you know the like the marrow is where all the nutrients live right yeah that's true it's really weird the things you learn when you have a Picky digestive system.
1: It really is.
0: Yeah. So, what are some of the strange things that your system can't handle? Because one of the weird things I can't handle is lettuce. Oh, my fun. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, that. Every <laughs> Sorry. It <Random. laughs> cracks me up. Not so random, but it's one of those things where I, when I've looked at, you know, losing weight and dieting, I say, well, most of the diets that I read about say eat leafy greens. And that's, that's the thing that's consistent across all things. So if you want to be healthy, eat more leafy greens, but that. LOL. that that good one, one when not you have work- UC. <laughs> no, no.
0: <laughs> Roughage is bad. <laughs> oh man. So like if it is pretty much cooked down to where my system does not have to actually do any work to get the nutrients
1: yeah I'm great (laughs) that's fine (laughs) yeah Yeah. um sometimes I can't handle too many grains and it's Mm -hmm. not not just gluten or not gluten but like too much rice sometimes is too much for me uh so I try to cut back on that so some days it's just potatoes and eggs that yeah keep through the day um eggs is a really good one but it's hard to just live on eggs in there is, with you it's yeah. hard um but at least a good i mean but two eggs over easy with the side of the side of roasted potatoes and um sauteed vegetables that's a great meal yeah that's a perfect breakfast or yeah. anything really. or lunch or dinner. Yeah. So I can do that. Most meats I'm fine with. So that's good. Um, I also think that I have issue with sugars, but definitely the cheeses. So like Sugar pizzas. is very
0: inflammatory. Yeah. And the weird thing about um, <laughs> inflammatory uh, illnesses is how interconnected literally everything in your body is. Yeah. So if you're introducing something that is naturally inflammatory, like sugar, or like rice, which actually has a naturally high sugar content, oh, that, that could be, be partially why you're having an issue. But you know, that's just sort of the weird direction that's that
1: thoughts kind of take. Point. Yeah. Um, pizza. I miss pizza. Like oh, proper yeah. pizza. Like good pizza. Like, and you
0: live in new haven so that's terrible it's terrible absolutely terrible so new haven is such an excellent it's like it's like pizza mecca for pizza lovers
1: no it is possible there is a place i haven't tried it yet because i don't know i just think it's not fair to real pizza but there's a place on whitney <laughs> <laughs> that has uh, vegan gluten-free pizza so it's i should try it sometime why not it's there it's there but yeah. Um, so there's this place in New
0: Haven that I actually really, really like called 163. Where is that? <laughs> I don't. Mm. Oh. 163 Foster Street, actually. That's, that's where it is. Um, and it is a, an artisan pizza place that a couple of guys that I used to work with at a pizza place a couple of years ago, um, the DUP. And they have really cool, just sort of oddball pizza recipes that are delicious.
1: Oh my goodness. I forgot about your pizza job. I used to have a pizza job. I I've had a bunch of random jobs. Like you said it and I'm like, she totally worked as a pizza girl. I forgot I about did. that. did.
0: Totally. Yeah.
1: For a long time. <laughs> yeah, that was a while. That was a while.
0: But um, it was a job. It was fun, and I got to try a lot of different kinds of pizza, and, you know, there's seasons for everything in our lives, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. What is your Thankfully, the corned
0: beef and cabbage pizza season has passed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Amen to that. Um, What are your favorite pizza toppings? Broccoli. Oh. Number one. Okay. I like um, basil tomato. Ooh,
0: that one's really good, too. I like a good margarita pizza. Yeah, yeah um mushrooms I like okay mushrooms I'm not a meat pizza person at all I Mm -hmm.
1: don't like meat on my pizza mushrooms are one thing that I was surprised at that bother me I'm like oh I'm gonna yeah when I started um you know playing with what bothered me I'm like let me buy the mushrooms and I'll be I'll have portobello mushrooms and it's like yeah no that's not working.
0: oh man that stinks because
1: mushrooms can be kind of fun yeah
0: They're so versatile. Yeah. I don't use them a lot, but I mean, I like them on a pizza every now and again.
1: So one of the things that I found about cooking for special needs that overall, it's better to look for foods that you love in their own right than try to find a replacement for the things you love because it's never going to be actually as good.
0: No, you're going to get disappointed every single time. So just, you know, start with ingredients that you know you like and make something delicious
1: because it's possible. So that's why eggs over easy is just always good and i like it I, like i would have liked it before yeah um and that's good for me um i've like also poached eggs on toast
0: okay yeah or if you're not in the in the gluten mindset you can do um grits eggs and grits mm-hmm. i like okay that's an idea that's the southern side of my family coming out again okay <laughs>
1: Grits is not something that I use very much. Cheesy grits, delicious. That sounds good. Cheese. So I miss God. cheese. I miss cheese. I
0: can only imagine. I think I'm <laughs> slightly lactose intolerant, but I am in complete denial and I refuse to stop eating cheese.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a time where I'm like, I see the the outcome of me eating cheese and I do not want to deal with that anymore. So there's that. Well, I mean, like if it's extreme enough. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah, that makes sense like if I'm having a serious flare of course I'm not going to eat dairy or anything like that Right. yeah I mean thankfully my condition is just like when it backs off enough I can have a relatively normal that's pretty cool experience which is good so I'm grateful for that but yeah it must stink
1: to miss cheese yeah yeah I try every once in a while it just doesn't work I found a couple of decent approximation. can you eat vegan cheese yes i can um but it's is it like soybeans what is it nuts and things it, it, it can be soybeans be- or there's also nuts nut based ones mm. um but it's also like, very expensive so you know i if oh, i when i want to justify it but i did find um my favorite bread is actually trader joe's gluten-free bread and it almost toasts up nicely like a french bread or an italian bread
0: like a good crusty bread
1: yeah and so i will buy um vegan cheese to go on that sometimes because sometimes you just gotta have bread and cheese right yeah oh or grilled cheese yeah Mm -hmm. or tuna oh my gosh
0: grilled cheese and tomato soup is one of my like saturday afternoon lunch
1: go-to's oh that's good homemade tomato soup or canned um
0: no judgment can't okay. yep i that's one of those things that i make when i am exhausted and actually don't feel like making real food
1: <laughs> that's very smart yeah and yeah. you
0: know i generally have cans of tomato and cream of mushroom soup lying around the house <laughs> yeah yeah oh gosh
1: i haven't for years but i used to
0: yeah you know i mean like it's nice to i would love to be able to make everything like from
1: scratch by hand i just don't have the time yeah mm. i get Maybe that i get that and i was thinking about that this um last week because we were in the middle of hanukkah and i made four batches of latkes now granted to that's, that's a lot usually i make one batch and i eat most of them and nobody else cares but my tween has decided that he likes lotkas and he eats a lot and so they disappeared at every meal so like every batch was gone like with like only a little bit for one meal the next day so it didn't last a long time and i did two of those batches i did from the box so box but
0: latkes I, are perfectly fine sometimes oh
1: they they were that's exactly how i felt about them they were perfectly fine but they weren't delicious they were perfectly fine they're perfectly fine yeah, <laughs> but I was also thinking that if I was out and running around, I wouldn't make four batches of latkes, this whole being at home thing. I'm like, well, we've got the latkes, I'll make latkes, and I made them four times because I wasn't running around going places this week. If I wasn't running
0: around going places, I would spend so much more time in the kitchen because yeah. I actually love to cook.
1: You like to chop vegetables.
0: I love to chop vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a- such a weirdo I have a very sort of like perfectionist tendency to like to cut them all in the same size and shape
1: you have come over and chopped my vegetables for me and I thought that I was imposing on you until I realized how much you love it so
0: no I was like give me the vegetables what are
1: you doing yeah (laughs) Wait, was I doing it wrong and you needed to fix it no
0: I was just like let me help while I'm okay. doing something I enjoy please yes, okay, <laughs> you know the, actually another pizza story <laughs> believe it or not when I was waiting um, <laughs> when I was waiting on tables and things like that in between I would like just chop up a whole box <laughs> of of mushrooms little tiny ones <laughs> like in this just in my spare time like <gasps> okay, <next. laughs> so i i like to chop vegetables i don't know
1: i think other people it's kind of satisfying in a way <laughs> it's good for getting out aggression <laughs> i never really thought about it
0: like that but you know you might be right <laughs> i mean
1: crunch crunch
0: <laughs> yeah you're right <laughs> it doesn't make crunchy noises, which is always good. But yeah.
1: So what are some special occasion foods you make? Special occasion foods.
0: Um, let's see. So there's this dish in my family called paste, And it is a Dutch dish. And it's, it's kind of like chicken pot pie. It's mm. sort of reminiscent of that, only it has pickles and capers and like a whole bunch of different mixed vegetables mixed in with the chicken and then like a couple of slices of boiled egg on top of that and then you do um it's in a pastry and then you do a lattice work on top of the pastry and you bake it in the oven cool and you serve it with
1: rice and gravy
0: it's delicious
1: that is so different than anything i've heard
0: Yeah, it's one of those um, Dutch recipes that you kind of make whenever you have company or somebody coming over Uh because it's a lot of food and everybody really likes it. (laughs) Uh-huh. Pickles and capers with eggs on top. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's just with the chicken and the vegetables. Okay, I'm teasing. Yeah, it's not, it's kind of strange sounding, but it's really good when you put it all together. That's so cool.
1: Yeah, what about you? Well, uh, for Hanukkah, we do latkes and... um, what else do I make I do more special occasion baking than cooking yeah
0: I know I was a second the first time you asked that question because I was
1: my, my brain went right to cookies <laughs> yeah I haven't done um I, I've done briskets before and roast I haven't done roast a lot I did a turkey this year for Thanksgiving
0: nice pot roast occasionally yeah barbecue sometimes yeah that's fun
1: Yeah, I don't do a ton of special occasion cooking. Yeah, no, I don't really like.
0: (laughs) We don't have a lot of company these days.
1: (laughs) Right? (laughs) And even for times that I would have company. So like if I was going to have a Shabbat dinner and have people over, what I make for dinner every Friday night is what I would serve people and have people bring a dish. So like mashed potatoes, chicken, sweet potatoes, some sort of green we're good to have bread we're good to go yeah wonderful yeah. Gwen you want a salad bring it a lot well never mind that was bad yeah uh, no, that's okay I actually really <laughs> like salads which is unfortunate <laughs> it's like Gwen can bring the salad yeah <laughs> womp womp, <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> <sighs> uh, so if you can't have um salad leafy greens what's your favorite green vegetable When I am
0: flaring, I can't have salad, but I, for what's my favorite vegetable besides broccoli, you mean? Um, (laughs) I like green beans a lot. I like fresh green beans. I think mostly because you have to cut the ends off of them and it's a task. (laughs) I'm such a weirdo. I don't even know. (laughs) Um, So there's that. I like cabbage as well sometimes okay like a sauteed cabbage
1: i have just discovered a good sauteed cabbage it's we we're talking really, about that yes recently. it's really good it is and right. cabbage is nice and inexpensive which is good too and it can stretch it can go a long way yeah it can
0: season it nicely and if you add enough butter it is so good you put it you can put it in the soups also it's versatile it yes it is very versatile you can eat it raw you can eat cooked i don't really advocate eating raw cabbage though unless it's no i'd not scratch that i don't advocate
1: eating raw cabbage that can be hard on the stomach <laughs> yeah. but um that's what you do with the coleslaw so um i don't like coleslaw very
0: much which is why i don't advocate <laughs> eating raw cabbage <laughs> i'm just being obnoxious excuse
1: me <laughs> <laughs> oh, i didn't know if it was because it causes tummy troubles
0: Oh no. That was just my own personal preference.
1: <laughs> well, I don't encourage people to eat lima beans. Actually, I do encourage me, people to eat lima either. beans. You can eat all of mine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. They're just kind like of to... the grainy vegetable in the mixed vegetable bag that you're like, why is it here? So I would be the mom. I would make the mixed vegetables, blah, blah, blah. And I put you know, servings on everybody's plate, and I would pick the lima beans out, and I would share them with my children, because I was so kind that I would give them my lima beans. <laughs> Did they actually like them? Though? Yes. What? Yes. Who likes lima beans? My kids. <laughs> okay. Now, the only time I have, um, I actually have not minded lima beans is when I made, like, a vegetarian chili. Okay, I can and see I- those Blending nicely. Blending nicely in and I couldn't tell the difference between a lima bean and a black bean. So like in you you can hide them in there. mm -hmm, Using that Mm -hmm. bag of mixed vegetables that has the lima beans in it. If you put it in the bag of mixed of like a chili kind of thing that (laughs) doesn't bother me. Have you
0: noticed that they've recently stopped including the lima beans?
1: It depends on the bag. I think still at ShopRite, they still have them, but I haven't looked recently.
0: I don't shop at ShopRite, which is why I haven't seen them lately. And And... every time I see the lack of lima beans, it just gives a spark of joy to my heart.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. Why are we hating on lima beans so much today? (laughs) Well, let me check... one of the things, so every once in a while, I'll be like, I am the mama, and I'm tired of making foods for everybody that are not my favorite foods." so we are having sandwiches today. Nice. Sloppy Joes, sandwiches that's one of my favorites. That's so good. That's a really good sandwich. That's a really good sandwich.
0: I haven't had one of those in a while, either.
1: Yeah. Or I've done it before, like, when everybody was not in the house during lunchtime, where I would just make... <laughs> make a make pound of you and that would be my lunch for a week mm-hmm. and then nobody would know the difference and nobody would care haha uh-huh. um i like chicken caesar wraps for lunch oh okay those are so good that's really cool
0: hmm yep that
1: now do you cook one. your own lunch or do you um take out uh i try to
0: cook my own lunch it doesn't always end up working out that way. Time
1: constraints are real things. I get it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, like planning ahead better is also a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we like, will acknowledge that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. But it's just one of those things. But yes, if I, if I can cook for myself, I would
1: let, I would rather do that.
0: Okay. Yeah. And, I get you know, that. spend money on potentially disappointing food.
1: With the exception of pizza and Chinese. I think that's very true.
0: um, Yeah, you can't go wrong with Chinese.
1: Ever. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that we have pretty much wrapped it up. Yeah, I'm pretty hungry now. So I think I'm going to go have something
0: to eat. You know, I think that about covers it for today. Thanks for listening.